So is this the first ever one with the camera? First ever. You were in the first. You were in the first ever podcast, and now the first ever one with a camera. And it's a new year. And guess what, Ed? I was right by your side when we fucking got rid of all the preconceived notions of what we thought life was. Yes, sir. This. You. You were like. That's why when we tried to do yours alone the first time, it just didn't work out. Cause it was like, no, you need to. You, you're. You're a transition. Uh, I was also yes. in a much worse place mentally than I was now. Like I. Dude, being alone during that time period, I actually started to go insane. Like, I started, you know how you like, you talk about, you don't associate with your thoughts, stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. So I stopped associating with all of it. Like, and it kind of led me to go crazy because I stopped listening to the voice in my head in total. But you actually have to go the opposite route. When I always, I, I still love to do this type of meditation and it's sitting with myself and focusing on my breath. And just not really trying to think anything. But a new form of meditation I've started to pick up is just sitting there. You can focus on your breath. You don't have to. But it's literally just sitting there and letting your thoughts come and go. And I think that's kind of your idea of meditation as well. Like a catch and release. Yeah. But it's like, because before, when I would do the breathing exercise, I'd feel myself start talking. But like, I didn't, I would hold on to it. And I didn't even realize I was holding on to it. Now I'll feel something come in and instead of trying to stop it or like go deeper into it, I'll literally just hear out the line of thought and let it go. And then I'm back to that stillness in my mind. And then the next one will come in and they literally just come and go in and out one ear. And like you come to a lot of conclusions about yourself and you start to feel better about the world when you listen to yourself. And cause dude, like the answers are always going to be inside yourself. You see, like, people in this era, I think, are more unhappy than previous times. As our technology has advanced, I think we're getting unhappier because we're starting to evolve further away from ourselves and more in tune in technology. But, I mean, you see old tribes and stuff. They were happy people because they didn't have to worry about social media. They didn't have to worry about all these things. All they had to worry about was taking care of their food source, taking care of their, like, humanity, stuff like that. Yeah, and they were really connected with nature. Like, that's a big thing we're learning about. I've been learning in school, outside of school, books, everything is just like, uh, like how we, literally our definition of nature is something untouched, untamed, and like outside of us, whereas nature is, like we are nature, like we're all, it's, we're not like separate in, like technology isn't even separate, you know what I'm saying? Like it's still a part of nature because we created it, like everything here is made from here, like there's no outside it's not separate, you know? And Well, that's what our ego does to us. It leads us to believe that we're separate from everything. I'm sure you've probably seen this graphic too. It's a picture of a man in the middle of the circle, and then the circle is a bunch of other animals, and it says ego. And then the next graphic, it says nature, and man is a part of the circle with mm-hmm. all the other species. And that's, I think, kind of where we went wrong when we started to see ourselves as separate from things and started to try our best to tame nature instead of live in live with it yeah. I think that's the route that you and Lou are going with your professions where you're trying to find better ways to integrate nature into our everyday lives and well-being yeah I really think anyone can fix any problem they have with diet and I really think the way to fix our diets is just go back to the like nature and going back to working with it and sustainable systems not just linear systems with finite resources you know like it's Dude, we've it's just not possible. We've talked about this before. Like early on in my life, I was a huge gamer. You know, I would be gaming, and mommy would put some bagel bites in the oven, and I would eat them. 
and I'd be eating shit all day, probably drinking soda, probably wasn't drinking a lot of water. And I didn't notice that I felt bad. But my body didn't look the great greatest. When I finally started to eat better and like I just got all that gunk out of my body, now if I go back to those things that are bad, I feel like shit. And I feel fucking amazing when I yeah. eat healthy. I, I know you feel it too. When you put the right fuel into your body, you feel great. Because yeah. it's what we're meant to eat. We're not meant to process all the things that we put into our body. All these hydrogenated oils. And I don't even know how to say them. You don't yeah, even... Yeah. You read the ingredients. You don't even know how to pronounce half the Some shit. ionized shit. <laughs> nah, I'm hip. Joe Rogan talks about how, like, people, people view food as, like, fuel. But it's not even that. Like, it's literally the building blocks, too. Like, it's not... Like, you're literally building your engine. You're building your wheels. You're building everything. Like, it's much more than just the gas going into the tank. And I, like... I really saw that this year, you know, this year, dude, this year is probably the, like, the craziest year of our lives, and I would like to say the best year, like, this is the greatest year of my life, I, I really think this was the best year of my life, and I really only see years coming, get, like, getting, getting better. better, like, just because of such a mindset flip in it, it's crazy, because, like, I haven't been posting podcasts lately and stuff, and, like, maybe I haven't been as high on life as I was in summer because summer was just like I lost my fucking mind like I was, I we, was were, going, we were fucking off the diving board in the deep end but uh <laughs> dude we went crazy bro but like I see that coming back I just see like ascensions and declines and like I just see that happening and like I really have trust in that process now and like right now I'm really not doing much other than like working on bettering the podcast for the future episodes and like, I could be doing them, and I could be doing them in, like, the library and stuff like that, but the people I've been, the guests I've been going to have on next have been, like, it just hasn't been working out with scheduling, and COVID's, like, not doing too hot right now, so I, I was down at first, I was like, damn, like, you need to keep grinding, like, you need to figure out a way, but then I'm just kind of like, you're you're in the position you're supposed to be in, like, you're, like, let it happen, you know? I, I don't know, like, You're doing so enough, long, bro, you just gotta let yourself, you gotta be okay with yourself, you gotta let it go sometimes, you Yeah. Know? I agree with you. Like, I know that in these coming years, there's going to be downs, there's going to be ups. But my, I know that it's not about the external stuff. It's about the internal stuff. The external state is always going to be a reflection of your internal state. If you choose... You really think so? You really think that way? Uh, 100%. If you choose positivity, positivity is going to find you. Dude, you can have... You can lose, like, very important people to you in your life. Yes. But... Like, you're going to get through it at some point. You can learn lessons from that. You learn the lesson that maybe you should be more grateful of people while they're still alive because, like, you can't tell someone you love them once they've passed. Yeah. Every, you, you can learn a lesson from all the bad things that happen to you in your life. And I, I truly I believe agree. that. I don't, I, I what, do you, what do you question about the external, internal? Well, because the way I took that was, like, if you're in shape, then you're happy inside. Whereas, like, that's what I thought you kind of meant by that. I take it as the way you perceive the world yeah. shows the the relationship you have with yourself. No, I can't that. If you love yourself, you can project that love onto other people without the need for reciprocation of, you know, material things or something like that. Unconditional love, love without condition. That's all it is. And I truly believe that. Just raise the vibrations. Raise you, the vibrations. Would you say what was like the peak of this year for you? The peak of this year for me? Very recently, I would say. Really? Very recently. Um, dude, I really just, I stopped questioning myself. I just like, I finally just let go of all the things I was trying to be. I'm always trying to be better. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But like, well, actually earlier in the year, 
I really let go of all the like external motivation that used to push me to want to be better. So what I mean by that is I stopped basing my value on the opinions of others and stuff. And I realized that, you know, your sense of value, your confidence, all of that comes from the inside. And again, your internal state is going to reflect on what you see on your external state. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, why would why'd you say like recently was the peak? Well, I don't want to like, I don't want to stigmatize the things I'm talking about, but uh, December 21st with the Great Conjunction, I really did feel like a presence of other energy coming into my life and helping me feel better about yeah. everything. Like it, angel nudges. Like I really felt like something was there helping me along the way. And like I don't want to like mysticize all of this stuff because I feel like when people get into meditation automatically they're like, I want to reach some ethereal state. I want to talk to divine beings. Yeah. But you're not going to do that. I think it's possible. I'm not. <laughs> I'm nowhere near it. I have never talked to any fucking angels or anything like that. But I think it's possible. But you have to be completely content and connected to your inner soul and who you are first. Before you can even ascend to any higher plateau. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I really... I. Yeah, I don't know if I felt so much the the conjunction, but I really saw it. Like, I could see it in the way my conversations were with my family, with our friends, like at the poker table. They just though, started coming crazy. up, bro. They just, they find you instead of you having to start them with people. I, re I see it in our generation the most, like, because we're not, like, at 19, at 20 years old, you're not really, like, attached to any belief. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not attached to anything. Unless something was, like, forced on you and you really fell in love with it, then yeah. But I think, like, a lot of people are very skeptic of everything until, like, I don't even know what age that really turns. But, like, I do, I see these conversations happening with my friends on podcasts, off podcasts, just all the time. Like, really questioning, like, not even, like, what's bigger than all this, but, like, what are my goals in life? What do I want? Do I want to be working for someone else or do I want to work for myself? You know, like, things like that. And I, that's important, like. Like Mariff was saying the other day, she's like, it ju you just look forward to the next thing and you just keep looking forward until what? Like, she's like, what? You know, and that's true. Like, wh why, why, do why speed up to a red light? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, I like that quote. But dude, I mean, look at how we're brought up in school. We're taught, you know, play it safe, go to school, get a good high paying job and, you know, live your life. But like, is that living life being a drone being stuck to a clock every day working for somebody else making your set wage making somebody else rich yeah. is that really living you're not free the thing i think people have like uh, uh a hatred towards money i won't call it hatred but like a distaste for it but they it's because they treat money as the goal but money is not the goal freedom is the goal and money is the tool to get to that freedom and i think that's the mindset shifts that we need to yeah. have as our young society and generation progresses they're like capitalism can work i think every all right here we go right here we go <laughs> capitalism can, can work okay but people think that all the money supply is a pie yeah. that everybody takes their slice from and then eventually there's going to be no pie but the truth is there's unlimited pie yeah there's always going to be somebody that needs to pay for some kind of service or product there's always going to be money changing hands i agree monopolies are a problem stuff like that amazon they're kind of turning into a global empire, but capitalism can 100% work. Yeah. I 
I dude, I like I don't have any opinions on either or because to be honest, like I don't know, like obviously it goes both ways. It does go both ways. The one thing with capitalism is that people say there always has to be the bottom man. There's always going to be that bottom person. Like there's no equality. There's no like I don't even think the issue is really capitalism or con- communism. Like, I don't... I think it's really just wage gaps. Like, I really do think it's the spread of wealth. No matter what system it is, like, it cannot be all in one... 1%. Like, it needs to be distributed throughout. It's just like... I, I agree. Know. I agree with you. Because it's kind of like, well, these people have already made enough millions for thousands of generations of their yeah. bloodlines. Like... Well, they have all that money now and they're hoarding it. How does that money get to other people? But I and that I don't have an answer for that question. I'm not even gonna try to answer it because I don't know enough to yeah. talk about it. But again, you've talked about um, there's always gonna be a lower man. I think that's a mindset thing. I think if you if you think yeah, I agree. There's dude. There's always going to be poverty. There's always going to be poverty. Okay, but why do we hear a lot of success stories that come from people who started in poverty? Do we think it's just because they got lucky? Is it opportunities, or is it because they saw that they came from poverty and they decided, I'm not going to stay in poverty for my life. Yeah. I didn't come from a wealthy family, but a wealthy family will come from me. I'm very grateful for everything I have. I've never came from poverty, so I can't speak on somebody who has been in that environment and stuff. But I know that like, everything is a mindset. Heaven, yeah. hell is a mindset. You decide if you want to be happy. You decide if you want to be sad. Sure, outside factors are going to come in, but you can't control those. You can only control your reaction to them. Yeah, I'm with that for 100%. The, I mean, I also don't know enough to speak on this. I'm, <laughs> I have the best cards in the game. We've said exactly. this before. We're very privileged. But what I've seen, and like this is where I see capitalism working, is throughout my time and minimum wage jobs I've had and all the immigrants I've met making, like they're just so thankful for the opportunity, the chance. Like, I talk about this with my sister a lot because she's like, well, they don't even have a chance. They don't have a chance to become wealthy. But I'm like, wealthy's not the goal for them. Wealthy's having a home and educating their kids and putting food on the table every night. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just see a lot of people very grateful for what they can make of themselves here and what they can do and get themselves out of what's considered poverty. So 100%, I do agree with that side of things and like making opportunities. I don't believe in the welfare queen. I don't think there's any person who's just working off the government. I really do think everyone is trying to you don't think there's a couple freeloaders out there? I think there's a couple floaters, but I don't think they're at the bottom. I, I think, think the problem is overstated. How about we'll say yeah, that? Yeah, that's true. The freeloader problem. The freeloader problem is definitely overstated, but I don't know. I don't like you said though. Like, no matter what your economic state is, like it really is your mindset on things. It really is your perception. Like, no matter where you like, we see people in the upper class. We see the most wealthiest people not happy. There was an article um, in the New York Post about a millionaire saying he's not happy and like. Everybody's like, boo-hoo, like on Twitter, like you have all the money, you're not happy. And his job is just to make more money, invest in more companies, make more money. And then they, the bottom of the um, article, there was another interview slash like writing of a custodian at a hospital. And he says like he doesn't even really care about the money he makes. Like he gets by, but he's fulfilled because he knows he's helping someone. He knows he's like he's doing his purpose, you know? So... It really is, like, wherever you are, that perception. And if your job is truly fulfilling, like, I don't know. If your job is just to make money for yourself, then 
it's probably not going to feel good. What you're doing is not going to feel good. And I, like, I totally can stand by that. Like what, one of my best jobs was when I was working fulfillment at Target. And that's because I knew those people couldn't come to the store and I was doing, I was going there. I was not sacrificing myself, but like going out of my way. You're waking up at 4am. And like doing what I could for them so they could stay home and stay safe. You know, and like that felt good to me. And that's where I got, like, that's where I would question delivering ice all the time. Because I'm like, oh, we're delivering ice to, like, liquor stores and convenience stores. Is, what's, what's the purpose of this ice? But I'm like, fuck it. We don't, we don't give them the beverages. We just make them cold. I, I get what I, and, I mean, you see the people that would frequent those type of stores. You can yeah. see it. You can read their energy that they're not living. They don't even know how bad their life is. Not that, they're ba- not that their lives are bad, but they probably don't understand how bad they feel. Yeah. Day in and day out, because all they think about is, oh, my job sucks. I can't wait to get out of here so I can go get drunk at my house and watch TV. Yeah. They're running away from themselves by having all these external. And just banking on scratch tickets. Yes, that's sad. Mm -hmm. Like just watching people spend so much money on scratch tickets. Like so much money. It's ridiculous. Where I'm just like, dude. Just invest it somewhere else. Just they save take it and that twenty dollars a week, and they say, "If I just if this scratch ticket gives me a million dollars, I'll be happy." You know, keep scratching. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks. What's twenty times fifty-two? Quick math. Uh, one thousand forty. One thousand forty. One thousand forty, right? You take a thousand forty, put in something that will have recurring and growing value. You get more money than all those scratch tickets. Yeah, I'm happy. What's uh what's the plan for 2021? Plan for 2021? How do we continue to make this the best years of our lives? Really stay on the path I am and I think the the next step for me is coming out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I think I've done a really good job of that already, but like my my preconceived notion of what fear was has definitely changed, you know. Yeah. I think fear when we feel fear, we automatically like our our bodies and our brains say stop, stop what you're doing. You feel fear, you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But you feel fear every time you go to step out of your comfort zone. Now, I think you and I both know that outside the comfort zone is where all the growth happens and that's where the fun of life is because it's unpredictable. Yeah. The reason you feel fear is because your brain wants to know what it wants to know. That fear of the unpredictable, the fear of the unknown is what I, why it wants to keep you in that comfort zone. There's you, you don't get any risk by not talking to that person at the gym. There's no yeah. risk involved in that. That's why you feel that fear. But also, I think, like, let's take the fear of approaching someone in public, right? Automatically, if you start thinking about it, your brain will tell you the worst case scenarios. They, they're going to reject you. You know, it's going to go this way. And you start creating these imaginations of what's going to happen. But it hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Your brain is showing you all that could go wrong. Be aware of that. Be aware of everything that your brain is trying to do. Be aware that fear is not real. And notice this. And instead, think about the best case scenario that could happen. Okay. And that's the step I'm on. Like I you know, I've done away with, you know, trying to base my motivation on what other people think about me. I have my own sense of self value that isn't based on others' opinions. And that's my next step. Yeah. Just stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you hit your knee it shakes the mic. Alright, sorry. It's, it's all good, no worries. But yeah, I'm. Hip. I have a perfect example of that conversation thing. One time, I was coming out of a class, and uh, there was this girl in the class that, like, I said, "What's up?" To the other, like, on like a Wednesday, and we didn't have the class until like a Monday. And then I forgot her name and didn't want to say like, "Hey," and not know their name. 
but I, like when I so I like avoided avoided it and then after class when we were walking I was like fuck it like I'll just like I'll just go with it and, and see if I can figure it out as I'm talking and as we're talking like she's like I forgot like your name but I want to come up and talk to you because I heard about your podcast and I listened to the episode and I was like well that's like it was crazy because it we both had the same fear, but it like it didn't matter because we both were inclined to talk, you know. Now, how many times do you think that happens to other people in Dude, our all lives day, as well? All day, and that's what I'm scared about this pandy, bro. After this shit, people are gonna be hella scared to go up to people because we're so used to just in like. I don't know how a class is gonna operate in the future. Like, it's gonna be so awkward for some people. Ed, bro, we, me, and you have talked about this before as well. Like. Me and you, I think we've always been pretty set on, like, we've been all right with talking to other people. Like, for the most part, like, obviously there's going to be that fear of, like, going anyway, talking to new people. But, like, we've always been okay and somewhat confident. Think about what it's like for people that were trying to build up their confidence yeah. or just are generally not confident. They're just going to stay in their shell. They probably enjoy being at home, you know, doing their own things, whatever they want to do. But it's going to be really difficult for them to come out of this because even... For us, people like us, it was difficult yeah. with this transition. We forgot how to talk to people. I genuinely <laughs> forgot how to talk to people. I'm so whip. I, Dude, I told you. I was like, I, the first day you came back from school, I was like, guys, I forgot how to connect with people. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Like, yeah. I forgot how to do it. It was also bad timing because we like straight up lost our minds and then went into like, like isolation. Yeah. It was crazy. We all just completely switched up our surroundings. Well, think about it, like, we were spending every day together in summer. I also had a girlfriend for eight months who was, like, my best friend that I would spend every day with. Broke up with her in March or May, and that's when, like, quarantine was really just starting, and I was hanging with you guys all summer, mm -hmm. and then just nothing. Like, online school, and, dude, like, I'm not gonna lie, it caused me to pick up a lot of bad habits. Like, yeah. I would, sometimes, just to get away from my own mind, like, Sitting watching TV and eating snacks was the most comforting thing to me, but it was it's a terrible habit and I just I need to realize that in my own mind. Yeah. So what's what's the what's the plan to push yourself into like a more more fear more comfort? Instead of I need to use fear as the compass yeah. towards where to go. So when I feel fear, it's almost uh, like it's like, oh, you feel fear, you gotta do whatever you're scared to do. Yeah. Some like some David Goggins shit, right? <laughs> but like, mind. yeah, like, obviously, if it's not worth it, like, if I just feel fear towards a random thing, like, like, it's not worth it. Obviously, I can logically think about and decide not to do it. Okay, I see the look you're giving me right now. Yeah, but what you mean? Like, I don't have a good example. What you mean? It's not worth it. Stepping out of your fear is always worth it, but say like, you're right. You're right. I'm not even gonna defend myself, but taking risks, man. I think that's the way to go. I mean, the IG. Yeah. Uh, the Instagram. What's the plan? Any plan? No plan. All right. Well, here's the thing. I I talked to you about starting a fitness page yeah. for a while, and I feel like that's kind of saturated a little <laughs> bit. Hundred percent. But again, there will always be new pages coming up, and I'm sure there's somebody who hasn't started yet. Who's gonna start a fitness page after me and blow up? You but know? You, you just want to do something I, different. I get that. I, you know, I don't want to put myself into the box of a fitness page. Uh huh. I kind of just want to like. I do want to start posting more, but I don't want to put it on as a face that I'm wearing. I want to like, because dude, I want people to put in the same practices and do the things that help me come back from my mental health. Mm -hmm. Cause like, that's what's helped me. And I know it will help other people because it's helped me. 
So, you know, I think I could use my Instagram to talk about, you know, spirituality, mind science, you know, neuroplasticity, stuff like that. It can be working out. It can be health. It can be whatever it is. I think it's just about getting the message out you there. Just plan, you plan on posting more? Uh, I'm more personally, like... More personally, for yeah, sure. I'm with that. Because when you see people, like, it's a picture and then a caption that has nothing to do with the picture. Right. And it's just kind of like a... You're just making, like, a trophy case for yourself of, like, moments you've had that you want people to see, which... Hey, by all means, do your thing, do your thing mm-hmm. 100%. But, like, a thing for me in the podcast, my Instagram account just kind of became, like, oh, you, you got the picture up, you got the you got the song cover up, like, whoever sees it, sees it. That's fine. And that, that was fine for what I was doing at the time, but now I'm really trying to, like, work on that next step, and I think I'm going to also do the same thing. I want to change it back into, a like, a personal account, kind of, and then I'll post the same – I'll post the podcasts – in a whole new way because we got video now and then i will i don't know I, i'm not sure like you said like just let, let it come be, be a compass i guess in a way because yeah. there there are things i want to post and there are things i want to help but at the same time i do really believe in letting people like doing it themselves and i want people to rather like i rather than posting something and having people try it and like not really talking to me about it. I'd rather have people like come and ask questions and then really go talk to them or go work with them and you know, like anything like that. 100%. So I'm not really sure myself either, but I definitely want to turn it back into a personal account and start posting more things like that. And like cool shit I do, like hiking a mountain and stuff and like those moments as well, you know, like a combination. Yeah, bro, you know, don't paint yourself in the corner. Just let it let it be an extension of your life instead of a fake life that you're trying to yeah. show other people. I, you know, I, I've said this to you before as well. Social media is not the problem. It's our relationship to social media. Yeah. Social media is one of the, probably one of the greatest inventions we've ever created, but our relationship to it is very poor. You see everybody, they're trying to, you know, put on some kind of aesthetic of who they are and show this or show that. But, you know, if you sit down and have a conversation with them, they really, they're not a person of substance and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's not authentic and you need yeah authenticity is if you're not authentic you're your only person you're hurting is yourself yeah with that 100 percent. and the thing with social media is like we've really we can pick and choose what we want to show people you know exactly. and i think that's what's harmful and i think that's what i kind of want to break with i like changing my shit like i want to also post shit that sucks you know and shit that's like oh fuck i don't like I don't want people to see this, but, like, it would be better if people saw this, like, to remember that we're all just humans. We're all just figuring it out, you know? You're absolutely right. I mean, like, uh, not to make it about myself, but if you go on my Instagram, you'll see, like, probably a couple shirtless pictures, right? But you won't see all the times I've looked in the mirror and not liked (laughs) what I see. You don't like all the times I'm pulling the fat on my stomach and saying, fucking eat more salad, you know? You're not going (laughs) to see that. You're just going to see when times are good. But I agree with you. It's all about becoming more authentic. It's an extension of you, not a fake face. I'm with that. One of my one of my goals um, for 2021 is to continue using it as an extension. Whereas it, in my head, it kind of became like during summer, it was like it wasn't like oh I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna blow up and I'm gonna like get fame. Like I, it never became like that, but it was almost. I was I stopped doing it for myself and I did start doing it for other people and other reasons. I was like I was watching how many views I was getting, I was watching how many downloads I was getting and like thinking 
you got caught up in like the stats yeah, and the measurables. Yeah, and the way and the way I started reassessing it, like during this break where I haven't been doing it, I've been thinking like, what 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 do I need to do to get it to blow up? What do I do to get it bigger? But I'm just now my goal is to just like, what do I have to do to get it to who needs to hear it? You know what I'm saying? And like, I wanna I want people. It's basically the same end result, but it's just different intent. Like, what do I have to do to get the person who's going to need to hear what I'm going to say or who's going to need that tip? Like, what do I need to do to get that to them besides all the other bullshit? You know what I'm saying? And, like, it took me a while to really, like, go back. And, like, when Lou and I uh, were talking about making a YouTube channel because of his thing that he also wants to post. He can talk about that on something else. But uh, he... He was saying, like, the first thing we need to work on is intent. What's the reason for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what's the purpose of this? And I think that was... Wow, that's I think a that's good what, question. Because first you figure out intent and the content follows, you know? And, like, I think that was important for me to take the time, this break, and not keep doing podcasts because it really made me realize, like, what is the point of all of it? You know what I'm saying? Because then there were some times where I was like, what is all the point? Why, why am I doing this? Why don't I just stop? You know what I'm saying? But... There was a goal when I began and the goal while I'm like going to continue. And you were the start of the goal during the introduction podcast. And that was, we're just, we feel so good. We need to make other people feel this way, you know? And like, it was really easy to spread that message and keep doing what we were doing because of seeing everyone in summer. Because in summer we like, we're still connected. There was like grad parties and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But then when we go away and we're all doing our own thing and you like even at school bro like there was days whole days i wouldn't talk to another human being because of just the way things were set up you know what i'm saying like there was whole days how'd you feel during those days dude honestly like just jonesing to talk to someone like it wasn't even like i just needed to bounce words off of somebody you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i was sad i wasn't i was just like dude like, the only person I've been talking to my whole day is myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I know I'm right? How do I know I'm wrong? How do I... You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you need, need to bounce yourself off other there. people. So, that's when I would, like, call you or I'd call, like, Steve or anyone, bro. Because I was literally... Or my sister would call me and I'd end up talking to her for an hour and she'd be like, I need to go. And I'm like, ugh. Like, I just need to go back to being alone again. But, I mean, I also did bring it upon myself to a certain extent. I could have I could have done better, of course. Mm -hmm. But... Now looking back, I really appreciate that time because now I wake up with my family every day and I, some shit aggravates me. But then I look like then every time I get aggravated, I just think, bro, there's days where you weren't like you weren't waking up with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. So it's it's just being grateful for every moment because then I'm gonna go back to being alone and I'll be like, there's days you were you were not wait you were waking up with people and they were not doing things. They were getting in your way, like not like getting in your way, but it was. I don't know. My mom always says that, like it. There's, there's a certain age you hit, which we're hitting right now, and it, it's not like your home is bad. It's just not you anymore. Like, it's not like it's it's not like getting in your way or anything. It's just like you figured out how to live perfectly on your own, and like when you come back, little things that get in your way and like living with people get back in the way. Because, I mean, she's one of nine, so she's like... That was the first Damn, time. She I must understand ever, better than anybody. Yeah, huh? she was like, when I was living alone, I figured out how to be the best version of me. And when I came back, it wasn't anything wrong. They, it just didn't allow me to be the best version. And I think that's very important because then you're just thankful for like the routine I have, like have here. Like today, I woke up at eight o'clock to an alarm, and I was like, because I'm trying to get up earlier. And I just looked at it and I was like, I have nothing to do. Like, all I have to do today is work out, play basketball, and a podcast. And that's not until later. So I just went back to bed. You know what I'm saying? And, like, before, earlier, when I just got home, like, near Thanksgiving-ish, I would feel bad about that. I'd be like, 
what are you doing? You're wasting your life. You're just sleeping away. But now I'm just like, dude, like you have this time, use it. You know what I'm saying? And I talked to a bunch of people who also thought the same way. And I think it's like, it's true. And I keep thinking of this time, like, I'm just a doer, bro. Like I really am just a doer. And when I don't have anything to do, I feel like a waste. Like I feel like shit's not like, I feel like I'm not on my path, but then during the middle of summer when I'm banging out 50 podcasts in a row, like there was days where I was like, fuck, like I, I don't have the energy to do the podcast right now. I don't have the energy to do this. So it's just being grateful for whatever your situation is because it could be different. You know, I think that's a, that's a big lesson I picked up during this break and I'm glad and I'm really uh, looking forward to bringing that into the new year. I think practicing gratitude is one of also the more, most powerful uh, exercises I've could ever not, experienced. Could not agree more. Like anything, like anytime you're feeling bad, you just feel like, think about all the things you have to be grateful for. Literally, it can be ex like it can be external things like your family, mm -hmm. it could be your living situation, whatever it is, or it can just be for fucking being alive. Yeah. Getting, being able to experience this shit. Ed, I believe I've lived past lives before, and I bet you've lived past lives before Have as well. Have you figured them out? No. I, they're going to come to me in a dream. I've probably been a Viking a couple of times. <laughs> I can feel it with the goatee. But, um, <laughs> like, dude, you just got to be grateful. I'm hip. You just got to be grateful. There's a quote. The easiest way to fall asleep isn't counting sheep. It's counting blessings. And I, I couldn't agree more. Because when you just think of, like, it's the littlest things, bro. I just see people unhappy. It's like, I don't know how our brains work. I don't know why they work this way. But we just hit, like, the upper limit. I talked about this with Luke Sakura. Like, you keep looking above and above and above what you have because we're, we're a species of innovation. We're a species of progressing. But we never, we never, no matter what level we're at, we never really take time to look back and, like, thank, thank for the little things. Like, my dad keeps, like, not freaking out about work, but, like, it's just stressing him out because, I don't know, like, no one's business is doing too well right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And... I like one the other day I was like you realize none of us have woke up and had covid none of us have been in a hospital none of us no one's got no one's died in our family and how many families can't say that you know what I'm saying like it's a little shit where I'm just like every day we wake up we can walk we can talk we can hear we can smell we can eat we have food we have a, like we have I could keep going you know what I'm saying it's just and this is where it is this is what it means by you create your own reality goes back to it your external state is a reflection of your internal yeah. state you're grateful for all that shit that's what you're gonna see in your day you're gonna see all the love that people give to each other you're gonna see all the great moments that exist if you focus on the bad if you think you're a victim if you have a victim mentality you're going to see the world as always trying to victimize you mm -hmm. and you see social media stuff like I think people have a, I see a lot of victim type stuff on social media but if you change your life around and stop thinking of yourself as a victim and realize the fucking power you have, mm -hmm. you will change your life for the better. Yeah. it's We both understand this, and I really want to spread this message, and I really do 100% believe in it, but it is offensive to some people, 100%, because of that insecurity, and people get defensive. And we, we do also say this coming from like a very privileged background, mm -hmm. so that's what I fear. Like That's some of my thoughts on the podcast, because I was like, yeah, you're doing great things and you're giving people this voice, but like, you, I don't know, like how much does it stick who, with people? Who are you to talk about it if you haven't experienced living in a lower place? Yeah, you know what I'm you saying? What I'm saying? So like, how could, like, I could say all these things and it sounds great and it, it motivates people for sure, but at what, like, I don't know, I just feel like it's almost not authentic because I haven't had to deal with shit that people have had to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't want to come off as 
ignorant or rude or anything like it's just that's the principle I've discovered that's worked at all levels based on things I've read based on things I've seen and I just preach that message regardless of where I came from you know what I'm saying and like it if I applied it to my life that was little to no challenges you know what I'm saying and like I don't know because then I also have this conversation with my mom and she'd be like everybody's challenges their own challenge like every, no, there's no severity of challenges or pain because it's whatever your perception of it is going on you know Everybody what I'm saying I just want people to take my like I just want people to listen and not think I'm being arrogant about it because mm. I really I'm not like I understand people have a lot of hard harder situations and I can't imagine some things people are going through but all I have to say is if you could if you have the power to make it better then why not try you know what I'm saying? Like, why just roll over it? No matter where you are. Why just, like, accept it? Here's my opinion. If you get offended by anything, you're not smart. That's my opinion. It's not going to come off right, but I believe it. If When you get offended by something, automatically <laughs> you put smart. your guard up, and a lot of people shut down conversation. They don't want to converse with you. But, Ed, I don't think you've ever said anything on this podcast to offend anyone, and I don't think I have either, unless... I just offended you by telling you you're an idiot by getting offended. But when you, when someone says something that draws a bad reaction to you, you can't shut them out. You have to have a conversation with that person. That is how we come to consensus as a species, by conversation. And, dude, you started a podcast. You know this by anyone. Conversations are how we progress as a society, and that is how we're going to progress as a nation. Yeah, I think why we see a lot of disagreements on social media and stuff is that social dilemma. It's it's hard to have genuine conversations and picking up the other person's vibe over the internet. Yeah, because there's no emotion by it. It's just words that you're reading. One hundred. I think that's where a lot of disagreements come by. I bet if you ask ninety percent of people, right, ninety five percent of people, they're gonna say they want all the same things. They want security they want food to eat they want water they want basic necessities and obviously they don't want to be living below their means and i don't think anybody would keep that from anybody else 95 percent of people i think yes there's What's always that is that five percent is probably the one percent of money i completely exactly and because they want to keep it that way i do yeah. i i don't want to get conspiratorial but I do believe in an <laughs> elite ruling class that expands between nations. Yeah. They're trying to keep us from our true power. If everybody believes in themselves and stop going into that 9 to 5 mindset of getting a safe job, working for somebody else, mm -hmm. I believe everybody can progress as a society and as a species. You've said it yourself. We rise together. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard anything more true. Yeah, I'd agree. Because when you're pushing someone down, it's not like you got any higher. You're, you're still in the same spot. They're just lower than you, you know? But, yeah. Is there any uh, physical physical goals, physical feats of 2021? Dude, uh, I've always gone through, like, bulking in the winter and cutting in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm probably going to cut a little bit of fat during the summer, but I'm not going to be obsessed like yeah. I was in previous years, dude. Because, like, this summer, I was very – like – I'm coming off a breakup, bro. I'm a little yeah. heavy. I'm like, I'm going to get abs, you know. I'm going to get abs. I'm going to prove it wrong, you know. But, like, yeah. I, I had abs, I was, but I was very skinny, bro. I yeah. didn't feel great. I wasn't eating a lot. I felt like shit, to be honest with you. I looked pretty good, but, I, I mean, I think you saw me. I was pretty skinny. There was one skinny. point where I was like, oh, he looks a little, like, sick skinny. You yeah, know? bro. I didn't, I really, I didn't feel my best. And, like, right now, I'm probably the most content with how my body looks. 
I've ever been. That's lit. Is it because my body looks its best? Maybe. Or maybe it's just because I've decided that I'm okay with the way I look. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have a six-pack for other people to value me. I value myself for who I am. And that's how it is. Yeah. And I, what I said on Forrest's podcast that I take back now, um, that like in the gym, the number you put up doesn't matter. But honestly, as of lately, it has mattered so much to me because I'm not exactly how I want to look right now in term well this very moment this is exactly how I want to look but like for the future in the summer and everything I want to I want to look my best I want to cut and do all that but in terms of weight like what keeps me motivated and confident in like knowing that what I'm doing is right is the numbers you know what I'm saying like I keep maxing out I keep going up I'm not getting hurt you know what I'm saying like well I'm not getting hurt for the most part <laughs> <laughs> but like that number that number really confirms like you are doing the right thing you are making progress you know and like getting having some fat but putting on muscle feels great you know what i'm saying like when you're looking in the mirror um i just feel solid and the cold showers bro that shit oh don't get me started i really think creatine and cold showers is how you make your muscles hard I really do, cause for so long, like they get bigger, but they're just soft. Like they're just soft, and I always think about that. But f- like whatever combination I just hit, they started like dense, like getting dense. I think it's going slowly through the range of motion, feeling the muscle fibers twitch. Yeah. You're doing curls. What muscle would you say the hardest? It's your biceps that you probably notice, huh? When you really slowly squeeze that contraction and curl instead of just, you know, yeah, yeah. doing this shit, you're going to force that muscle to get bigger and stop holding so much excess shit that's making it puffy mm-hmm. but um uh a shift that really helped me and i'd like to say this for anybody who is looking to get into the gym that's not content with how their body looks right now okay if you want to work out to change how your body looks first of all lift weights you can do some card if you want but lift weights first of all okay and second of all don't base your goals strictly on physical feats because physical like how you look is going to take a lot longer to see progress in rather than numbers. So set goals for weights. So what I mean by this is if you start week one uh, doing curls for 10 pounds, like treat a success as for week two doing curls for 15 pounds or 20 pounds. Don't base your success on how you look in the mirror because that is a byproduct of getting stronger. You'll get discouraged very quickly by only basing your goals on how you look in the mirror. And another thing, volume. It's not even necessarily the amount of weight. Say you do 10 reps of 10 pounds the first day, and then by the next week you're doing 20 reps of 10 pounds. Like, that's just as good. It's like if you could do five pull-ups in one day, you should do one for five days, and then the next week do two for five days, and then keep going up that way. And it it matters because at the end of the week, what do you have? You have 10 good pull-ups instead of having five one on one good day and then being useless on the other two days you know so right the the name of the game is progressive overload like you said right you can overload it's just progressively doing more stimulus to your muscles to get them to grow right Mm -hmm. it's like there's this there's a story about a guy in ancient rome or something right he would carry his bull that was a baby a calf and as the bull got bigger he also got bigger for carrying the bull because his muscles had to grow and adapt to accommodate the extra weight that the bull was gaining. And you can do that by adding more weight or more volume or shortening rest between sets, whatever it is, just 
you have to work harder every time in the gym. Mm-hmm. And a big thing, figure it out for yourself. It's it's all. I mean, me and Justin, we we can't even work out that like we we work out together, but our best workouts are definitely separate, and that's because we've figured out what works for our bodies. And for so long, I've been comparing myself to you and Steven and like trying to progress with you and Steven doing workouts not for my body type. And it's not like the bit, it's not huge, massive things. It's not like the compound workouts were wrong. It's, it's just like the little accessory ones that we've found that works for us and that we enjoy, you know, and it's important. We're not, we're not all the same. We are all the same in a way, but and the way we work is different. And the way your mental health is going to work, you're going to need to figure out a w- different way of meditation. In a way your physical health is going to work, you're going to figure out maybe you're a long distance person for running. Maybe you're short distance. Maybe you lift weights. Maybe you do kettlebells and rubber bands. You know what I'm saying? Like it's literally whatever makes you feel good, just do it. Whatever you're interested in, just do it. Don't, no more excuses. That's 2020. 2020, the two sayings that I'm going to set myself for 2021 is no more excuses and shut up just shut up and do it like that's how i feel just stop talking just stop talking for people stop talking at people this is for me personally yeah just just do it like just stop like show me don't tell me that's how we that's how we brought up in football that's what i think the one of the greatest messages is just do it and set that example a big thing for me is i kept trying to tell people how to better their themselves how to how to do things, how to meditate, how to fix their posture. And then it came down to, and I don't know if you ever heard of Joyce Myers, but she has like her preacher show or whatever. She says it's too. She's like, you know, I don't push God on people because she's Christian. She's like, I don't push God. I don't push Jesus. I don't push anything on that. I live my life. I'm the happiest I like, I'm the happiest I could be. I'm the healthiest I could be. And people want that. They want what I have. So I think that's my goal is just to continue living as an example, I'm, I don't want to, I, I want to, like, I don't need to say anything. I want people to come to me and ask me questions where I was, I was going to people and trying to tell them things. And I feel like that was an insecurity in myself too, because just telling them things was probably subconsciously like making me more secure in the things I was doing. Attract, yeah. don't chase. Mm-hmm. I'm hip. So that's 2021's plan is just kick 2021's ass. Just like we beat 2020's ass. I honestly feel like this is the greatest year of my life and that could also be perceived as ignorant because a lot of bad shit happened but if we're talking about personal change then there is no doubt that this was the greatest year there is nothing wrong ed for you saying that this is the best year of your life because it's subjective it's not mm-hmm. objective that's your opinion dude and people can't attack you for your opinion unless it's rooted in hatred <laughs> yeah. felt like that but uh here it is like you just went on a long tangent you know there is no right or wrong way to do anything because who decides what's right and what's wrong? The, is it general society? You know, there is yeah. no there is no guiding light. I mean, obviously you can believe in a higher power, which I definitely believe there's something, but we decide what's right or wrong and society chooses that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, there's no right way to get rich. There's no right way to get in shape. There are ways that work better than other ways, but there's no right way. It's your journey. It's your life. You decide what you want to do. I think why this year was so great is because you said it too, like it doesn't even matter what I believe in. It doesn't even matter what I do. It's just that like, it feels so good to believe in something, to see results. You know what I'm saying? Like it really feels so good. And you said that that's your quote, like just to have something that like, I can see why Christians and why people who are religious 
want people to believe in what they do because they feel it. They really do. They manifest what they feel, and I really believe what they believe is true. I really believe what anyone believes is true. Like, just believing in anything is literally the best feeling in the world. So I think that's why this was such a great year because it was like I found truth, and it wasn't it wasn't someone else telling me it. It wasn't me asking people things. It was me going out searching for myself and figuring out what I believe in. Like, I really do. I say this all the time. I really do believe in every religion because I really do. If someone believes in it and feels it and they think it's true and they feel it like they that makes them better human being, then it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no doubt. Like, there's nothing against it if it's not hurting one, hurting anyone around them. So, I think that I think that was the big mind shift, and I think COVID was the catalyst of that for sure. Because I don't I don't think if we if we didn't quarantine and I didn't have to sit with myself and all the things I hated about myself, I think I would have just continued. I mean, I probably, honestly, I think I'd still be in pretty good shape just because that's how we operated. But I don't think I'd be happy as even near happy. I don't think I'd feel as good. I don't think I'd be eating as well. I think I'd still be stuck with a lot of hatred. I think my jokes would still be around. The, at the Dude, cost you would of just be people. caught up with everyday life and doing everyday shit that like we were chasing after. Like, I was friends with a lot of people who... Looking back, I don't even remember what the hell we used to talk about. Mm-hmm. It was just things that, yeah, they, they exist and sure they matter, but they don't really matter. They don't, they're not about self-betterment. They're mm-hmm. just, it's just talk, you know, it's just words that are thrown together. So we're going to make 2021 another great year, better than this year. Only continue to ascend. Podcasts are going to be on YouTube now. Justin Bates is going to reform his Instagram. I'm going to reform my Instagram. Lou's coming out with an Instagram. And we're starting a YouTube. We're starting a YouTube. We're taking over. This year is show me, don't tell me. Hey, and look, this isn't just us talking about what we're going to do. This is If you're listening to this right now, take this as your fucking wake-up call. I'm telling you right now, you create your reality. You create what you want to do. Everything is a choice. You can choose to look at things as being positive or look at things as negative, okay? I think 2020 was purgatory. Are you familiar with purgatory? Basically, I don't know if I'm 100% right, but it's in the in the Bible, it's a place between heaven and hell where like you kind of wait to determine which one you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. I think this year was purgatory and it's shown a light on all the bad shit that was going on in our world. And now with the great conjunction coming in this energy, I think everybody has the choice if they want to be in their own personal heaven or their own personal hell. It is a complete choice. Mm-hmm. Those are both mindsets to be in. And like Justin and me, Lou, we're all doing this and bringing everybody with us. There's not like the the intent is not to do things for self. Obviously, we're trying to better ourselves and make futures for ourselves that we really want to live for, but the the intent, the goal is to bring everybody with us, raise the vibrations of the people around us. Like, the only world that matters around me is the only, the people I see, the world I see. Like, I'm not worried about, like, my goal is just to reach the people near me. I'm trying to help out Marlboro. I'm trying to help out people in Boston. Justin's trying to help out people in Marlboro, people back at his school. Lou's trying to do his, like, it's all for the people who affect us. We're We're not trying to get outside of that. We're literally just want to see the people around us boss up their life and live the life they want to live because it's there it's no one's stopping you no one everyone is, is fully capable no matter your circumstances 100 percent. there is no there's 
there's excuses you could use, but you don't need to use them. You can do whatever you want, you know? It's all there for the taking. So this podcast was the second introduction, part two in a sense. This is the the transformation. This is the first podcast was with Justin was to explain what the podcast was going to be, what we figured out, what we were doing, and now a lot of a lot of the podcasts after that we're just talking about it and now this is the doing this is the showing you this is living by example this is no more bullshit you know it's 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 grind time and time to fucking tell us our minds it's grind time everybody's cave about it just remember the first step in neuroplasticity is agitation <laughs> learn that from dr andrew huberman yes sir so listen if you want to form better habits they're going to feel like agitation at first you're going to feel like shit at first but if you do the heavy lifting for the first couple weeks to build that habit, your brain will start automatically choosing it. My sister Heather, she always used to feel like going to the gym was an obligation. She didn't really want to, but she felt obligated to go. Now, since she started going every day, she fucking loves it. She, it's changed her life. It has made her a better person That's going awesome. to the gym. She feels great. What did you post on your Instagram the other day? The quote, the cost of... The, the price of your new life is the cost of your old one. So in this transition, in this, in this new way of life, you will find a lot of the things you attach yourself with were not you, and it will be scary. There will be fear. There will be regrets in a sense. You'll, you will want to go back, but just keep pushing. Come to Justin. Come to me. Come to any of us. Please. Zach, Please. Lou, any of us. We will. Anyone hearing this, even if, you do, even if you've never said a word to me, if you hit me up and have any questions or you just want to talk about your day or something that you can do to feel better, I know me, Ed, Zach, Lou, anybody will help you. Just reach out. We're doing this shit together this year. Yes, it is. We all rise as one. Peace out. Peace out. Gang. Gang. That was shit. a great time, man. Dude, it's... I'm getting I'm getting that a little electric flow through you me, getting bro. getting that flow? That electric flow that makes me run out for hours and hours under this moon. Is today the new moon? Or full Yesterday moon? it was. Do you bring your crystals outside and cleanse them? I put them on my windowsill. I brought them outside with my... It was like daylight in the middle of the night. Have crazy. you been... Uh, oh, wait. We're still recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>